Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sheila Zelensky Show. Hey, before I jump into the program, please do make sure that you are following me on social media. All the information is up there on your screen. Sheila Zelensky on Instagram, Twitter at Real Sheila Z and Real Sheila Z on Facebook. And make sure you're subscribed to my YouTube channel. And for those of you that wish to support this ministry, please do become one of my patrons today. Well, today, the show is all things coronavirus, what it is, what it isn't, what you need to know. So without further ado, I want to jump right into the program and welcome, you know them from Skywatch TV. It is Derek and Sharon Gilbert. Derek and Sharon, I haven't had you on together. So this is really exciting. Welcome to the program. It's a pleasure to have you both on. Thank you, Sheila. It's really appreciated. Yeah, honored to be here. Thank you. Where I want to jump in here, and uh, it's so nice that, you know, with your molecular biology background, Sharon, to weigh in on some of the things I think that are important, but it is a full-time job to kind of track these headlines. Some of them are just outrageous. You've got conspiracy theory headlines, and then you've got some really bizarre headlines. The New York Times today just came out with an article, we're reading the coronavirus numbers wrong. You know, there's not just a lot of questions about the origin, but there's also a lot of questions on why they didn't come out of the gate and talk about, you know, when it was first made public, there seems to be yeah, some... true, but Sheila, it could just be that, that because of the, the way SARS was received by the world, and there were only a total of 8,000 cases of SARS worldwide. The official numbers are now over 60,000 confirmed cases of coronavirus. It's now called COVID-19, which stands for Coronavirus Infectious Disease discovered in 2019. And uh, the reason that uh, that decision by the World Health Organization, and there is another naming organization, I can't remember what they're called. It's an acronym of some kind. Essentially, they did not want any virus. It was decided years ago that we wouldn't have viruses that indicate nationality of origin or refer to a specific people group. It's just a way to try to keep down, frankly, the, uh, the racial hatred that can emerge from something that's, say, called the Russian flu. But uh, coronavirus is not an influenza. It's a type of virus that is called corona because it has a crown of spikes on the outside of the ball-shaped capsid, and uh, it uses those spikes to invade and uh, bats don't generally have a direct infection to humans. They usually have to go through an intermediate species. It is not known at this time what that species is. It is suspected that it may be uh, a laboratory experiment gone wrong, done with the best of intentions to discover a new emergent pathogen that might one day cause a pandemic and uh, the scientists were hoping to see what nature might create so that they could find a vaccine or therapeutic agent to be ready for it it's just good you know honestly good pre-planning this is what we want our scientists to do this coronavirus broke out probably in early to mid-november we didn't hear about any of the pneumonia cases until early december i was following those at the time they were called mystery pneumonia cases and uh, it was by the uh, 31st of december or the 1st of january that it was officially designated as a new coronavirus and the genome was sequenced and uh, released online for all scientists to take a look at it is not technically uh has not been copyrighted yet 
this new coronavirus genome has not been copyrighted. However, coronaviruses in the past have been. Almost every biological discovery that has a genome, and they all do, is somehow copyrighted, patented, so that the bits and pieces that allow for testing or therapeutic discoveries can have some sort of payback. You put in a lot of money to discover how to do this. A lot of throughput, throughput sequencing takes place. It's not cheap. The fact is that these are business people. Scientists are often business people, too, or working for business people. So it's not a surprise when we discover that some coronaviruses have been patented, not this one. Also, coronaviruses also called, cause the common cold, which is why when you look on Lysol spray bottles, it says it works against coronavirus. We know China isn't exactly forthcoming with their information. They right. never have been. A lot of countries are, are a little bit parsimonious with their truth. Uh, China has been very dark with regards to letting the West know what they're about. So it's quite likely that the cases are much higher than we're being told. Even Dr. Tedros with World Health Organization suspects that they're much higher than they are, even though he is being very kind in his remarks for China and with regards to how they've handled it. The fact is we could say that they're using draconian measures but the horse has already left the barn. Uh, so right now, the, the frankly, the very militaristic behavior that we see in China right now isn't a big surprise. It's They started out with a fly sweater, and now they're using a big hammer. Yeah, it was reported, and this is information that came from Chinese state media, that they have placed, well, basically they've relieved all of the regional health officials of their responsibilities. The politicians. Yeah. Uh, they have, the bureaucrats have all been removed and a, a, a major general in the People's Liberation Army named Chen Wei, a major general, uh, she's considered China's chief biochemical weapon defense expert, is now in charge of the response. She's in Wuhan. Now, does this mean that this is a bioweapon that's gone wrong? No. But what it does suggest is that the Chinese government recognizes that what they're dealing with is a really nasty agent here, and so they need somebody who really understands how something like that might spread in, in the wild mm -hmm. to try to contain it. Right. Because of the stigma that was attached to China during that time and the way it affected their world economy, I think that China was terrified mm -hmm. that it would get out. But it has gotten out. It has affected a lot of people. And China's economy is in the ditch. And there's the, the cultural thing that we in the West don't really understand, which is the, the, the idea of saving face, which mm -hmm. is an Asian thing. Um, you see this in Arab cultures as well. Pride is a very important thing. And admitting that they made a mistake that's this bad it's is very it's almost impossible. Right. I mean, you know, Harry Carey in the Japanese culture, rather than losing honor. This is really a, a thing that we in the West don't understand well, and I don't pretend to understand it. I'm just suggesting that that may have something to do with mm -hmm. it, too. They didn't want to admit the mistake because it's embarrassing. Yeah. Well, what is your take on some of the, the photos and video footage that's coming out of there? People, you know, getting locked in buildings, uh, fumigast, very, very strange things around this. Would you admit? 
Oh yeah, I've seen a lot of those videos on on Twitter. It's it's hard to tell what they're. In fact, there was one I showed to Derek this evening. I right, said right. it's got this guy in a suit coming in and he's spraying, disinfecting with this big fogger. A yeah. room filled with computers. <laughs> yeah, and people like huddling over their computers, like don't spray my machine. It's going to ruin the keyboard. Uh -huh. But you don't know what those things are filled with. It, it almost looked like the spray that comes out of the end of a uh, fire extinguisher at the office. Yeah, it was bizarre. Uh, what we what we can based on some evidence that's coming out is that it is not only aerosolized which means it can be sneezed into the air and you can be infected that way in other words droplets that are infected but it can also it seems and i'm not saying that we know this but it, there are indicators that it may be airborne which means that the virus can actually travel on particles little dust particles and things like that in the air well, uh, there was an article that came out that CDC will begin using the National Flu Surveillance Tracking System. Is that ready to go? Is that what they're doing right now? Does it seem like a prudent step to you? Actually, I think it really does because um, I think that every physician's office should be taking another look at people who come in and present with flu-like symptoms because coronavirus presents generally with flu-like symptoms. However, it can present, in the very early cases in China, presented with stomachache. So I hope these same doctors are asking, oh, have you had any stomach problems? And we've discovered that our own clinic here in the uh, middle of nowhere mm -hmm. is doing that very thing. So good for them. Well, now all the headlines are focused on quarantines, isolation, lockdowns. Over 300 Americans who were evacuated from Wuhan, China, amid this outbreak emerged from their quarantine at two military bases in California. Hundreds of Americans were released from two-week coronavirus quarantines. You've got headline after headline about, you know, various numbers. It's kind of hard to wrap your head around all this. Well, the Department of Defense here has uh, set aside 11 military bases that are close to major airports to use as quarantine sites for people suspected mm -hmm. of being uh, exposed to the virus. And, you know, as you know, Sheila, uh, watching the web, you can see something like that immediately triggers a response. It's like, see, they're setting up detention camps or concentration camps. No, but it, it is common sense because if people are coming into the country from places where they may have been exposed, you don't want to release them into the general population. And you would prefer to see, and, and you know, trust me when I say this, I am never one who accepts the government's official story without at least checking and poking at it a bit. But I think we can agree that we would rather that our emergency planners begin planning before the emergency actually is unfolding. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I can see why people might be a little concerned about, you know, Department of Defense setting up detention camps. On the other hand, we really need to address it now rather than doing, for example, what they're doing in Ethiopia, where because of the number of Chinese businesses in Africa, China is really buying its way into Africa to get access to all of those raw materials there. And the Ethiopian government has kept the Ethiopian airline, international airlines open, where the other major airlines operating out of Africa, Kenya, South Africa, have shut down flights to China. And now Ethiopia still has thousands of Chinese businessmen and passengers and, and tourists coming in and out every single day. And from there, flying to other parts of Africa where they don't have the health 
infrastructure. They don't have just basic and infrastructure. And they don't have good hygiene in many cases. All it's the, typical you yes. know, for that tribe or that, that village, but their, their health infrastructure is very rudimentary. Right. So all they're doing when people come in is waving these temperature scanners at them. And of course, you've read enough to know that this disease can be present in the body and people can be shedding virus for five days before they start showing any symptoms, mm-hmm. start showing a temperature. So there, There's a new study that just came out that indicates that uh, it may be as long as 30-day incubation period. 30 now? Yeah, the, the newest report said wow. they think it's 30. Well, North Korea made a statement this morning that their quarantine period, for it's going to be extended to 30 days. Yeah, it could be that someone there read that, that article. But you know, North Korea, that's another very, very uh, quiet we're not going to tell you anything that's going on here. So any PR that comes out of, of North Korea, it, 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 I don't really know that I believe everything. There was one article this morning that claimed that someone who had, uh, someone actually who was a diplomat, no, a bureaucrat, had been shot because he had coronavirus. I think he was probably shot because, you know. He did something Kim didn't like. Exactly. <laughs> but have you guys ever seen the kind of, fear and panic. You know, there's a real spirit of fear around this. Weigh in on that, Derek and Sharon. Well, first of all, the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear. Mm. This is a time to lift up Christ crucified, risen, and coming again, to take that opportunity to remind people that when hard times do come, that they need to, to look at Bible prophecy. Bible prophecy hasn't been taught in our churches for a long time because the enemy doesn't want us to know any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So when it does come along, we do panic. Instead, take opportunity to say, now we were told in advance these things would happen. But remember, the Lord is still in control and you can take now, you can fall to your knees now and accept him as your savior. And no matter what happens he will be there for you and that's the thing we we tend to take the short view instead of the long view all of us are eternal and the only difference is that we know how to get the free ticket to <laughs> the place where you want to spend eternity yes. uh, as opposed to you know the place of uh, wailing and gnashing of teeth being quarantined for him forever right 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 uh, just piecing together circumstantial evidence which is all we can get access to through the open source intel that we've got access to sheila uh, and i sent you this uh, article yesterday uh, that was published at zero hedge which uh, points out that a couple of Chinese researchers who were working at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill back in 2015 were co-authors of a paper with a number of American researchers. I want to make that clear. This was not something the two Chinese guys were doing on their own in secret at uh, North Carolina. Uh, They were part of a group of researchers there at uh, Chapel Hill working on trying to develop an immunotherapy for a coronavirus, and they began trying to see if they could take a bat coronavirus, uh, a coronavirus from the uh, the horseshoe bat, mm-hmm. which I guess is a wide Very range in bat. China, yeah, and modifying it to see if it could be made infectious in the ACE2 receptors inside mice, which are mm-hmm. very similar as I understand it. Exactly. So, That's why mice can be an interme- intermediary uh, right. species. Well, when they published the paper, they said, yes, we found that we could do this. We also found that the uh, treatments that we tried to develop were ineffective. So what they did was they found a way to create a new... A really monster virus. But right. it was done in the best intent, with the best intention. They were trying to develop a vaccine. Now, it, these two researchers who had part of the team at UNC are now back in China. Uh, and, and by the way, this research, when it was published, was, was like within three days, another 
scholarly journal replied, you know, responded with a with an editorial saying, you know, this is valuable research, but it's really, really dangerous. Is it worth the risk? Exactly. So these two researchers now are back in China working at the Wuhan Virology Institute, which is China's only BSL-4 laboratory that's biosecurity level or biosafety level, uh, basically the highest level of security you can have in a laboratory that works with germs like this because, you know, Ebola, Marburg, they were looking, Yeah, exactly. Right. They were studying those along with coronaviruses. Exactly. So does this mean these two guys brought their work back to China with them and it got out? We don't know. Uh, we're just looking at circumstantial evidence. Yeah, I'll be- tell you this. When you're working in those BSL-4 labs, you are suited up like you're an, an astronaut and right. you have big gloves on and you're asked to do things with needles that have very, very dangerous microbes in them. Mm -hmm. And you have to inoculate things, you have to take care of animals. It's really easy to make a mistake. So it's possible that someone was infected, didn't know he or she was, because this does seem to have a long incubation period, maybe was shedding virus without showing symptoms, and it went like dominoes from there. Right. So I say a plausible scenario is that researchers working on some sort of vaccine against the coronavirus. And remember, China had a really bad experience with SARS back in 2002, 2003, which is a coronavirus, mm-hmm. a different type um, or similar type, I should say. And it, it's plausible to suspect that somebody didn't follow a proper protocol at the lab and it got out. So in other words, they accidentally released this bioengineered Wuhan strain, in other words. I'd say that's entirely possible. If it's a laboratory-designed spike on this protein, which is what a few of the reports are are seem to be implying. But then you also have this element, let's face it, I mean, I know I covered this extensively, the research in Green Gospel of how they also want to depopulate us. You know, you hear Bill Gates running around talking about, well, if we do a really good job through vaccines, it is a very curious thing, though, is it not... Well, I've, honestly, I've never heard Bill Gates say that, so I can't say that he actually did say it. He'd be a fool if he did. Yeah. I know he said some pretty foolish things, and one of the one of the quotes that gets uh, passed around a lot is that he said, with this virus, 20, 60 million people could die. What he's quoting is the, uh, the um, what did they call it, the, the exercise that was run last October. Oh, uh, the Johnson uh, uh, Event 201. Yeah. He was uh, quoting the, the data that was given to him as part of Event 201. He wasn't saying that this is what he wants or what he thinks will happen with this. So, um, again, if he did say that, I'm that what you just quoted, I'm unaware of it. Yeah. And, but, you know, I know the Georgia Guidestones. Uh, so, you can't deny those. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's not that we debunk or, or we don't acknowledge that there's a certain segment of the global elites who would love to see the world. And, of course, the, the uh, as you know, Sheila, the Green Movement is all about mm-hmm. trying to... It really is about control. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's about uh, trying to... Well, eliminate a big chunk of the world's population. Which is what the fallen realm would love to do. Exactly. The principalities and powers behind it is to nip off and shoot ourselves. Use humans to do their will, and then they will point us at that human that they've used and said, look at him, look at her, hate him, hate her. Mm -hmm. Bottom line is if you're busy hating somebody or hating a group of people, you can't witness them. 
Yeah, well said, Sharon. Well, I'll tell you what, the coronavirus is no match for the Holy Ghost. (laughs) As Christians, we need to be standing on Psalm 91. Oh, amen. 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 Well, as Sharon said, we're not given a spirit of fear. No, we're not. This is a time. In fact, some of the good news coming out of China, reports coming from Wuhan, from ministries working with the underground church in China about how pastors there are encouraging the members of their congregations to not be afraid, but to suit up. You know, and literally, if they've got you know the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the yeah. hazmat suits, but to go out and minister to others if they can, because you know, again, they're under lockdown, but to do whatever they can to be of help to their neighbors. This is a time where the church in China is rising to the occasion and maybe getting respect from their neighbors that they've been denied because they've been oppressed by the government, they've been mocked, they've been ridiculed, they've been uh, uh, arrested. And now here there's these Christians who these people have been abusing for decades under the official government policies of, of, uh, of, the, Chinese, uh, of the Chinese Communist Party. And yet these people are showing up and saying, what can I do to help you? An example that we in the West should take, because if, if, and we don't know that this will come here, but if it does, this will be our opportunity to stand up and do the same thing. We have a little extra here in the way of food that we've uh, we've put in uh we've got you know a little extra in some other things that might be useful in, t- in a time of emergency paper. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's going to be the coin of the realm forget oh, yeah. gold you can't eat it i'll you give can't... you 10 sheets for <laughs> that's a right. chicken that's it you, you laugh but seriously those are things to think about because when that time comes if people are really in need and you can say hey look you need some antiseptic antibiotic we've uh-huh. got that we can help aspirin you need that we've got we can help rather than you know preparing so that we close up our doors and watch the world outside go to hell. That's not why we prepare. We prepare so that we're ready to share. And sharing the love of Christ when things are really bad is, that may be the only time some people are motivated enough to listen. And uh, the church in China, from what I've read so far, the few reports that I've seen that have gotten out of Wuhan, that the church there are doing it. So pray for them. Take some positive steps to prepare here rice, beans, whatever, and and be ready if the opportunity presents, because that's the time for the church to stand up in the face of this and say, hey, you principalities and powers, we're not afraid yet. (laughs) We're not afraid yet, because greater is he that's in us than you. Amen. Amen. I love that uh, that quote that gets used all the time, speak truth to power. I say speak truth to the powers. Amen. I like that because you mentioned a hazmat suit, Derek, but when it comes to armoring up, we have the armor of God and we can put on the full armor for our struggle is not against, as you said, flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, powers of this dark world and the forces of evil in the heavenly realm. So I think we have to really stand firm. I really want to encourage our listeners to be praying for the people of China. And, and, you know, listen, the kingdom of God is still advancing despite all these headlines. So Sharon and Derek, uh, very quickly give out your information for how folks can check out your handiwork, your Friday show. Just give out all your information here in the last part of the show. Well, uh, you can find sort of as a hub for what we do, gilberthouse.org. That's where we do our weekly Bible study. We post that there, but we've got links to our podcasts there, View from the Bunker. Uh, and Sci uh, Friday. Sci Friday. Unraveling Revelation. Revelation. Yeah. And uh, uh, of course, skywatchtv.com as well. So, but gilberthouse.org is the, the hub around which all of our other stuff we have a hub orbits well it's just a pleasure to have you guys on the program today thanks for taking the time out of your already busy schedule sharon and derek thank you so much thank you sheila thank you 
Folks, that was Derek and Sharon Gilbert from Skywatch TV. Their information is up on your screen. Well, in the last part of the show, one of the biggest things that I'm getting a request for is a prayer concerning coronavirus. And for those of you that do not have a copy of my book, Power Prayers, I really recommend to get a copy. Because listen, that is not a sales pitch. This book is a game changer. Go read some of the reviews. It's got a five-star review on Amazon for good reason. It is an arsenal, a blueprint, if you will, for effective, powerful prayer. You want to see results? Get a copy of Power Prayers, subtitled Warfare That Works, and it works. And you know why? Because warfare is different than prayer. Prayer is when you are addressing God. Warfare is when you're addressing the enemy. And that, my friends, is one of the biggest keys that Christians are leaving out altogether. Because remember that our struggle is not against the flesh. We wrestle not against the flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And listen, I'm going to go ahead and pray. I'm going to get the prayer transcribed. And if you are subscribed to my free e-newsletter, which you can go do at SheilaZelinsky.com, we'll transcribe it and we'll make sure you get it. We'll send it out early next week. So jump on over there to SheilaZelinsky.com. Spell it right. (laughs) Scroll to the bottom and subscribe to the e-newsletter. In fact, a pop-up comes on, I think, after about a minute if you're on the website. Just put in your email and voila. James 5 tells us that, doesn't it? An effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. If you study that out, that is really powerful scripture. I like the way the Amplified Bible talks about prayer being tremendous power, dynamic, and it's working. Matthew eleven twelve says, From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and violent men take it by force. What they're saying there is from the time that he began to preach to the present time, the gospel and the ministry of it, first by John, then by Jesus and his apostles, and us, suffereth violence. Uh, that's coming with force, vital, active force and power upon the souls of men. Both the power of the Holy Ghost and the power of God into salvation. This is powerful and effectual. And Christian, you can do a lot of damage in the spiritual realm. So let's come together and pray today in agreement, like demonstrated in the book of Acts. They came into one accord. Because what does the word say? For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of him. And as John 14, 13 says, whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified. And let's come in agreement now in a prayer concerning this coronavirus. Father God, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus, in agreement. Jesus, thank you for suffering every kind of affliction and sickness and illness on the cross before it would even ever come to us. And we would want to appropriate the finished work of healing to our bodies. Your grace is sufficient to meet every need. In the name and by the shed blood of Jesus Christ, I break that curse of death off us, the ruler spirit over all infirmities. And I speak death right now to that noisome pestilence of this virus. Psalm 
91.6, the snare of the fowler, and from the noisome pestilence. That means infectious, contagious diseases. We're reminded in Exodus 15.26, you say in your word, if thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and give ear to the commandments, and keep all your statutes, God, you're going to put none of these diseases upon us. We renounce and break every death covenant that we have ever made or which anyone has ever made on our behalf in the name of Jesus, Lord. Let the stronghold of the destroyer be destroyed by the thunder of God in the name of Jesus. Every demonic illness constructed by the destroyer, you be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Every channel of the destroyer, you become dark and slippery in the mighty name of Jesus. Every infirmity, every nefarious poison, including this coronavirus, be neutralized now by the blood of Jesus. Holy Ghost, fire, purge away every spirit of infirmity in the mighty name of Jesus. Fire, God, burn to ashes every power programmed against us. Every evil plantation and virus be nullified right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we release ourselves from every curse of untimely death in the name of Jesus. All evil assignments, including bioweapons, no weapon will be formed or fashioned against us. Die now. Now, you bioweapons, in the name of Jesus, we paralyze every strong man of death and hell in the name of Jesus. And we ask, according to Hebrews 1, for you to send mighty warrior angels to disarm and despoil the strong man by dividing his spoils. Luke eleven twenty two talks about that. And Luke 10, 19, one of my favorite scriptures, Behold, you give unto us, Lord, the power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So we see stand on that promise. And we tell the enemy and all these practitioners of alchemy, sorcery, magic, witchcraft, shamanism, or any other operators of the kingdom of darkness, that this bioweapon, this virus shall by no means harm us. And we send the angels to package it up and send it back to every sender in the name of Jesus. And Father, we ask you to uncloak, uncover, expose all the sources of the manufacture, the design, the distribution, the intent, and the plans of the kingdom of darkness, usage of this virus, this bioweapon, in my opinion, and command they be revealed to the people of God in Jesus' name. And we break all witchcraft power in this virus and command in the name of Jesus that it go to zero now. We loose the mighty warrior angels, Father, with hammers, according to Zechariah 1, to destroy the four horns of the enemy camp involved with this virus, and we loose God's complete healing over his children now in Jesus' name. Lord, I don't know who created these viruses, but I'm asking you, according to Philippians 4, 6, to make an open show of these groups. Let them be ashamed and sore vexed in Jesus' name. Prepare the instruments of death against our enemies, Father. And Lord, build the hedge of fire around us and let your angels encamp around us that are listening to this. And we cover ourselves and our families with the blood of Jesus, and we give you thanks, Father, and pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen.